Hello, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and once again, I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' lives. As you know, this first season is all about classroom management strategies, about how to gain and keep your students' attention and minimize problems so you can focus on what really matters, teaching and making a difference. If you're just joining us this week for the first time, I'd really encourage you to start back at the beginning. We've already been discussing a step-by-step plan to regain control of your classroom, and we've gone into more detail on topics like how to create a classroom shakeup and how to teach procedures so your students will actually follow them. Today, we're going to talk about your demeanor as a teacher, whether you should be strict or nice, about whether you should be professional or personable. Or if maybe, just maybe, these are the wrong questions altogether. I'm really excited to explore this topic with you, but before we get into that, I have a couple things I wanted to discuss. Um, First of all, uh, an important announcement. Um, We are going to be having a live classroom management training here at the end of February. So if you're listening to this in February, um, you'll definitely want to go over to teachfortheheart.com slash training, and you can sign up and see more details about the live training. It's completely free, and we're going to be covering... um, Um, some of these strategies we've been talking about, as well as some additional strategies, and going into them into a little bit more detail. So um, we'd love to have you join us. Once again, that's at teachfortheheart.com slash training. That's a free live training going to be taking place at the end of February. Another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about before we get into um, today's topic is Just something that's been on my heart lately and that I really do believe with all my heart has a big part in classroom management, and that is prayer. Now, I realize not everyone listening to me right now is a a Christian or considers themselves a believer, but a lot of you are. So if you're not, feel free to listen. Um, You might not quite understand all this, um, but I really want to talk to those of you um, who are believers and who do um, have a relationship with Christ. And one of the things I've been really learning um, over these these past few months um, is just how important prayer is in our life. And I don't know if you guys have seen the movie War Room. If not, uh, you definitely should find some time to watch it. It was incredibly encouraging and was just reminding me of these truths once again, that prayer is powerful. And, you know, we've been talking about lots of practical classroom management strategies, and those are important. But your most powerful weapon by far is prayer. And, um, I'm not necessarily going to have an entire episode on that, but I'm going to be bringing it up from time to time. And to be honest, I meant to bring it up in every episode, but I, as we often do, I forgot. I forgot to even bring it up. Um, But I really want to try to bring it up more because it's something we need to remember. And it's something that for some reason we forget and we need to be reminded of. But but as I said, I would just strongly encourage you even to pause this um, podcast right now and just spend a few minutes in prayer for your students, for you, for your classroom, that God would give you wisdom about what classroom management techniques to try, that he will work in your students' lives and change them. All right, so hope you do take that time to pray. And now let's get into today's topic. Today, as I said, we're going to be talking about our demeanor. And you know, it's been really interesting um, since I've been operating Teach for the Heart for a few years now, I get a lot of emails and comments and questions. And I've noticed I've had quite a few 
、um, people that say something like, you know, I've told I've been being too nice, or my administrator wants me to be more strict. I don't know what to do, <laughs> you know. Or they'll say, you know, I I think I might be being too nice, and so this this topic started coming up quite a bit. And、um, it's really an interesting thought.、Um, should we be nice? Can you be too nice?、Uh, do we need to be more strict? And, and here's really what I believe. I believe this is the wrong. Whether we should be nice or strict is the wrong question. The reality is that we. Need to be both. Both pieces are important, and it's not an either or. You can be both kind and firm. So we're going to talk about that today. How to have that right demeanor、It、really is a balance of being nice and personable while also holding yourself and your students to high standards. And I think there's five different um, aspects um, that go into this. So to be an effective teacher, number one. As I said, you want to be both kind and firm, both.、Um, so the best teachers, you know, they're personable, they're understanding, they're even fun to be around. Their students enjoy them. But at the same time, this does not mean that you're a pushover.、Um, so you can deal with problems kindly. It really is not effective to be screaming and yelling at your students. You can kindly tell them this is not acceptable. You will do it this way.、Um, so I really encourage you as you're as you're kind of trying to find this right demeanor. Be both kind and firm. Love your students, but show them that you mean business. They're not mutually exclusive. So number one, be both kind and firm. Number two, a big key to that is to have high expectations. You know, sometimes we think we're being nice because we don't make our students do something, or because we cut them a break. But the reality is, that's actually not being nice. It feels nice in the short term, but that's not real love. That's not actually being. Um, doing the right thing for them in the long term. Now, of course, there's times to make exceptions, but in the long term, what's right and best for the student is for you to have high expectations, for you to believe in them and in their abilities, and to call that out of them. You know, we should expect great things from our students, and we should hold them to high standards. So,、um, never, never fall into that. Um, trap of thinking I'm being nice by letting them off the hook. That's not actually being nice. It's actually setting them up for、um, failure down the road、um, by not teaching them responsibility and not having high expectations. So number one, be both kind and firm. Number two, have high expectations. Number three, if we want to be effective, we need to focus on being respected instead of focusing on being liked. Okay. At、time for reality here. Let me ask you this: Do you worry about whether or not your students like you? Now, I notice I didn't ask. Do you hope your students like you? I think everybody hopes their students like them. If you don't, that might be a whole other issue. But the question is: Are you worried about that? Are you focused on that? If that consumes,、um, if 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 that's like a concern for you, if that's something you're working towards, your students liking you. That's going to cause some big, big problems because、uh, it's going to cause you to act differently. It's going to cause you to not deal with problems, and in the end, 
the ironic thing is that if you're trying to get your students to like you, they might not even end up liking you because your classroom's probably not going to be run very well. Things are going to be chaotic. They're not going to respect you because you're trying to be their friend and uh, it just doesn't work out well. Instead, what you really want to do is focus on being effective and on gaining their respect. Now, once again, this doesn't mean that you're mean. It means that you try to be kind hold high standards, um, but you show them that, you know, I'm the teacher and um, you earn their respect by being a good teacher. If you focus on simply being a good teacher, on expecting a lot of them, um, then in dealing with issues as they come up, in time, you will earn their respect. And the interesting thing is, if you earn their respect, a lot of them will end up liking you. So don't fall into that trap of focusing on being liked. Instead, focus on being respected and on being effective. So number one was be both kind and firm. Two, have high expectations. Three, focus on being respected instead of being liked. Number four is to view yourself as your student's mentor, not their friend. This is kind of similar to the one before, but it's a very important distinction to make. I've known so many teachers, especially um, newer teachers or younger teachers, who their heart is in the right place. They desire to make an impact in their students' lives. They want to be able to counsel them and give them good advice. And so that that's the right desire. But they take that desire and they make the erroneous assumption that that means they need to be their friend. And so they take a friendly um, approach to dealing with them. And I guess friendly is not the right word, a a familiar approach. Um, They act like their friend. They try to be kind of buddy-buddy and develop a rapport in that way. But that's the wrong relationship for a teacher and a student. It doesn't end up working well because the reality is that there will come times when you need to not be their friend. You need to be their teacher and then it's super awkward and it just doesn't work because they don't have that respect for you. They're viewing you as a friend. Instead of trying to get your students to view you as a friend, you want to be their mentor. Now, a mentor is someone that speaks truth into someone's life, that is able to give counsel and guidance. It's all of those roles, those things you want to do for your students, but it's in the right relationship. A mentor is not normally on the same level. It's it's a different type of relationship than a friendship. It's actually a more powerful and a more impactful relationship in many cases, though. So just Make that, if you've been kind of trying to think of yourself as your student's friend, make that important mental shift. Say, I'm going to stop seeing myself as my student's friend. I'm going to instead trying to see myself as a mentor. And a mentor guides his students without acting like a peer or stooping down to their level. The last key is to be friendly but not familiar. Okay. Being friendly means you're open in your interactions with your students. But familiar is, once again, going back to the idea of of acting like you're a friend. Okay, here's an example. You know, let's say a student comes up to you and says, you know, was talking about how they got to go snorkeling on a recent family vacation. Okay, here's the difference between a friendly response and a familiar response. So a friendly, professional, mentor-like response would sound like, Wow, Adam, it sounds like you and your family really had a great time. I love snorkeling too. Did you get to see any turtles? Okay, you're interested, you're open, you're friendly, you're having a dialogue. Um, 
But listen to the difference. Here's what a familiar response from a, maybe a teacher who's trying to be a friend. Um, Dude, that's sweet. I'm so jealous. I bet you were scared of the sharks, huh? If you're kind of taking that type of approach, I know you're laughing at me right now, right? Uh, but if you take that kind of approach, can you see the difference between the familiar response and the friendly response? Um, you know, another example would be if you're teaching high school and, uh, you know, the girl uh, girl comes up to you, uh, Mrs. So-and-so, I'm so excited. You know, so-and-so just asked me to the uh, homecoming. Uh, how do you respond to that? Oh, Sarah, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you. Did you tell your mom? Or, ah, tell me the details. Okay. <laughs> And I, once again, I know you're laughing at me, um, but that's been done before. Um, I've seen teachers do that and kind of take that um, I'm your fellow teenage girl approach, and it just causes a lot of problems. So remember, be friendly, but not familiar. If you take these approaches, you're really going to be on your way to finding that right demeanor and that right balance about being kind, but not but also, I'm sorry, about being both kind and strict, having high expectations, viewing yourself as a mentor but not a friend, um, being friendly but not familiar. These things are all so important. So I want you to think right now, is there something you need to change about your demeanor? Uh, Is there something that you want to um, work on? Um, It might not your students, um, you know, even if, if it has been a really big problem, for many of you, you just need to, you know, make some mental shifts in your mind and just say, I'm not going to do that anymore and move on. But if for any reason, um, for some of you out there, maybe it's been like a, kind of as you're thinking now, you're like, wow, I, I've really been way off in this. If you have been way off, you might need to go to your whole class or maybe one or two particular students and you might need to talk to them. And I would really encourage you, make it an apology. Um, don't put any blame on them. Just say, you know what? I'm sorry. I've been acting way too familiar. I've been trying to act like your friend. And the reality is, I'm your teacher. I'm here for you. I want to be your mentor. But I apologize for the way I've been acting. And you'll probably notice that I act a little bit different to you from now on. Um, it's nothing you did. It's I'm realizing that I haven't really been acting appropriately. And I want, to conti- I want us to have the right type of student-teacher relationship. I still want you to be able to come to me whenever you have anything to talk about and know that you're going to get good advice um, from your teacher. You know, something like that. Um, if you've been really way too familiar, it might be worth it to have one of those conversations um, so, that, so that they know what to expect and they don't wonder um, why things are suddenly different. Well, I really hope this episode, we've gone slightly longer, but I really hope that you found it to be helpful and encouraging. Once again, don't forget um, that free training is coming up at the end of February. There's more details at teachfortheheart.com slash training. Also, if you want the podcast notes, they're at teachfortheheart.com slash podcast five. Next week, we're going to be talking all about your rapport with your students, specifically why it's really not that important and you shouldn't be worrying about it. I'm just kidding. I'll tell you why next week, Um, but we're going to put a little bit of a different spin on the issue and take a look at seven easy ways to destroy your rapport with your students. I'm looking forward to seeing you then. In the meantime, remember, pray for your students, pray for yourself, keep growing, keep striving, you really are making a difference.